So can you give us a little bit of the background of the strikes please? Yeah, certainly. So strikes are being held by University and College Union, which is a union of academic staff and also professional services and technical staff who work at universities across the UK. This is a UK-wide dispute, it's not a local dispute with our university, it's all across the UK, so England, Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales. And we have two issues that we are striking on. The first issue that we're out today over is cuts to our pensions. Second issue is an ongoing issue called the Four Fights. That's four issues that we've been trying to negotiate with university employers about, and they are pay, casualisation, equality, and workload. And this is a five-day strike. Started Monday, we've been out in the picket line since Monday, and we'll be here till Friday. Can you give an explanation of the cuts? How does it affect the lecturers? Yeah, so it's not just cuts that the, the issue is here. In terms of the pension dispute, the issue is quite clear. Uh, there's the cut which proposes, which is proposed to kick in at the start of April. And that's a cut of 35 to 40 percent in your future pension earnings. So somebody like myself, um, in my career, I've uh, been in this job for about 10 years. Uh, the benefits that I've built up uh, up to this point um, are going to decrease by 35 to 40%. Someone joining, so say you were to start a job as a lecturer tomorrow or a librarian tomorrow, whatever, your pension would be 35% less than somebody who's been in the job up to now. If you're retiring now, that's great, that's wonderful, you've built up a great pension. If you're 60 years old and you're on your way out, you're laughing. If you're 25 years old and you're taking up a six-month contract, looking ahead to your future, you would wonder why you would stay in a profession for 30 years if, if you're going to lose that so much. And pension is pension is pay. Um, it's, it's money that we work for. We contribute to it. A proportion of our pay packet goes to building up our pension. In the same way as national insurance goes to build up people's old age pension, we don't understand the rationale for these cuts or why they have to be so big. Um, so how can you rationalise this to students if we were to try and explain it to a student audience? Yeah, uh, I mean, I have done this. You know, I'd speak to my own students about this. And the way I would explain it to the students is that the conditions that we work in are the conditions that you learn in. So talking about pensions, as I say, somebody joining the profession might think twice about doing that. As a student, do you want the best people teaching you? Or do you want people who are independently wealthy and who can put up with the financial hardship? You know yourselves that financial hardship and cuts affect people in different ways. And they particularly... Um, tend to cut across divisions like ethnicity, disability, gender and sexuality. Do you want a teaching staff composed of the people who can most absorb cuts and that would tend to be young, single, middle class white males or do you want a diverse teaching body? Do you want to live and work in an education, higher education system where at current there's about, 100 and, there's about 140 universities in the UK, the number of black professors um, professors of colour in the UK is in single figures. Do you want that to continue? I know it's a very hard question for a student, you know, if you ask the question, do you want your lecturer not to turn up to work and you to have no class, you know, that's a very black and white issue. But if you ask your students, do you want a diverse workforce? Do you want to be taught by somebody who's looking over their shoulder, wondering how they're going to pay the next bill? Do you want to be taught by somebody who's 50% chance of succumbing to some kind of mental health problem. So, you know yourselves that the mental health statistics in the UK is usually about one in four people have some kind of mental health problem over the course of a year. 
In our profession, the statistic is at 50%. So it's double the norm, the statistical norm. And the reason why that's happening is because of the insecurity in the profession, the lack of a future in the profession, and the pressure that people in this profession are facing. We understand there are actually very similar problems and issues to those which our students face. You know, many of our students are financially precarious. Um, working class students, students of colour tend to get pushed out uh, of, of study and, and professions and those structural issues which affect you as students are exactly the same which affect us as workers. Um, we are, regardless of what anybody in management might say, we are in very similar positions and if you help us, you'll be helping yourselves. Yeah, so how long do you think these strikes will continue for? Well, the current strike action finishes on Friday. Um, it's been going on for a while. Um, it may look like it's been going on for years, but I suppose one of the issues there is that when the pandemic hit, instead of resolving issues or looking at how issues might be resolved, the employers just paused them. Um, so what's really happened is this is a resumption of the same issues that were the issues two years ago. With the pensions in particular, that's intensified and it's got worse, but this is really the continuation of a strike action that got paused for two years. Um, if you think about the effort that went into addressing the pandemic, if you think about the effort that people put in, both students and staff, to try and complete their education in the pandemic, why can a similar effort not be put in place to try and address you know, quite obvious and quite blatant issues which I've raised with you today? And the final one, how can we as students show support to the strikes? Come down the picket line, say hello. Right to the Vice-Chancellor. Vice-Chancellor has said he supports our union's proposal for pension reform. Ask him to say it a little bit louder. Ask him to persuade his other Vice-Chancellors. Talk to other students. Explain to them what the issues are. Share this podcast. Hopefully they'll listen. Hopefully we'll get a bit more support because we believe in what we're doing. We don't want to not be at work. I love my job. I want to be there. I don't want to be given up. I don't know how I'm going to pay some of the bills at the end of the month because of the, the amount of pay I forfeited from this. But, you know, if you ask me to stay out all month until this was resolved, I believe in what I'm doing. Anybody who wants to talk to me, I'll happily come and talk to you. We're here every day, 8 o'clock in the morning. Please come and talk to us. Please talk to other people and explain what's going on. So why is the strike being used as a most effective method? Yeah, well, it's, it's a good question. Um, strike is only ever used as a last resort when every other means and method has broken down. So most effective method, I suppose, partly because it's, you know, it, it creates a visible presence in an issue. Um, method of choice, no. Our method of choice is negotiation. We only enter into industrial action when when, it, when the dispute breaks down and when we feel that our employers aren't listening. Um, that has been the case in this dispute. Um, I'll give you know I'll give you one example. The pay offer, one of the things that we're trying to negotiate on, pay offer is. 1.5% from the employers. Current rate of inflation is 5%. So pay offer of 1.5% against the backdrop of 5% inflation means your employer is giving you a real terms cut of 3.5%. In that situation, the last thing you want to do is not go to work and not get paid. But historically, it's worked for us uh, and we feel that it's something that we are driven to this time again and we're going to be here until until our employer returns to negotiation so really what makes strike effective is that it makes employers negotiate and that's all we want we wanted to avoid strike action we had a proposal on the table in january before this ever started we would love to be at work we're on strike because we feel we have to be because we feel there's no other option